You realize we spend a third of our life sleeping? I know, stuck in traffic was a good guess, too. But now that you know you sleep so much, why aren't you sleeping on the most comfortable mattress arguably made in America? A brand new iComfort Eco by Serta. It's supportive and designed to keep you cool, comfortable, and feeling restored. Or check out Serta's perfect sleeper for pressure-relieving comfort and support while maintaining a balanced temperature. Serta mattresses made right here in Michigan, and they have been for over 110 years. Go to Serta.com. Find a retailer near you. That's Serta.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Cash the ticket, Jim Costa, Mike Valeni coming at you on a Monday, which means mailbag. So much to do, so much to say. What a weekend. And we'll get into a bunch from the weekend. I mean, you're going to want the recap tomorrow. That's all I'll tell you. And as I told Martin Weiss, I hope you have that same energy. We'll, we'll Is just... he still taking shots at you? I don't give a In shit. In our own feed? I body bagged him. I told him. I go, oh, where, where are you at today? I haven't lost a game yet. Where are you at today? I haven't lost a game yet. I almost had an undefeated weekend. Hey, where are you at, Martin? Oh, that's right. In your little in your little hole in the ground, bit bitching about me and pizza toppings. I told him, watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. It's a long game. You're going to have some down weeks. But we encourage you to listen to the West Coast correspondent, Martin, big into the props, the parlays, the fun stuff, and he'll be handling our NBA for us. Uh, cash ticket at, at podcast at gmail.com for all the feedback, the same feedback we're going to give some credence to today. And we've got some topics to uh, discuss as well. A couple moments of silence from the weekend. Um, I know you spent the morning locally, you were doing AM drive today here in Detroit. Uh, you spent the morning devaluing OSU's performance at Notre Dame. I can't wait to talk about that. And I'd like to know if I get to fire both coaches on the same rocket into the sun a Brandon Staley, Josh McDaniels origin story. Straight to the moon. To to the sun. <laughs> At least the moon, there's a chance you could survive it. If I send you to the you sun, want him engulfed in flames. I incinerate both okay. of you. Okay. And I think there are fan bases, both those cities probably agree with you. Also, Jimmy Cookie's free play conditions, we got to get to it because mm. you're a big winner. That's right. Who's the big winner? Jimmy's I'm the, the big, big winner. winner. Uh, lots to do, but let's go to the mailbag. You said we are flush. With feedback. Yeah, yeah. I favorited a bunch of the good ones. Let's get to them. This first one is from Calvin. He says, I must hear Mike's take on this. He says, you guys are great. Three quick things. Mm. Can I get your thoughts for Thursday night games in the NFL? I don't think we've been given those episodes. Well, we Okay. Partially because we haven't loved any of the games. But second of all, you're right. I mean, the way the taping schedule works, could we? Yes. Will we? Probably. Yeah. Is this more work so for me? Much. Definitely. Okay. You want Thursday night picks? We'll start giving you the Thursday night picks. Okay. 
We put out a lot of content, and it slipped through the cracks. I mean, what is this guy? He works. For, he must work for the company, asking for more <laughs> without doing I was nothing. Say, I, haven't, huh? I don't know if it's the same email you got, but. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, oh, how about a Sunday morning? Hey, hey, how about a right here, pal? The other two things he says are nice. He says, two, I must know if Mike has a take or thoughts on carnival food. Probably hates it. Oh, like the state fair? Like elephant ears? Nah, see, the elephant ears are good. Like in New York, we call them pizza freak. But elephant ears are a delight. But who does those anymore? You go to like one of those like summertime uh, pop-up... There's your problem. It's not the cuisine that would bother me. It's where you got to go to get it. I don't want to go and hang out with some messed up carny in a -a tilt-a-whirl that hasn't been serviced since 1986. I have no interest in your rigged games. I don't want to be around the people that go to a carnival. So right off the top, it's just a bad scene. I mean, Evan, you're laughing. Go to a carnival. I love them. No, you do. What's the last carnival you've been to? Uh, Archbeat Denise. That's not a carnival. It's not the same thing. That's not a carnival. But you can get an elephant here. Fine. You so can, you're you're fine you with the cuisine. Yeah, you can do you can do an elephant here at home. I mean, you can't. You can, but you can't. The whole deal is to do it at a carnival. No, you can't. Part of biting into it is the environment you're in. Oh, of what? Meth, poor dental yes, care, that's part of and alcohol. Carnival food not eaten at a carnival. What's a carnival is, you went to, Mr. White Bread America? Livonia Spree every year. What the hell? All right, that's oh, a little I, pop up. This is the lousy town Jim grew up in in Metro <laughs> Detroit. A horrible place to grow up. So uh, go ahead. Lousy. What's the Livonia Spree? It's exactly what you talked about. You did a little uh, ring toss and the, the carnival games, and they have a couple <laughs> rides you probably shouldn't be getting on. Yeah, exactly. But you, that's where you get your elephant ear, the carnival, the pop-up deal. You realize you can fill a cast iron skillet with some oil, heat it up to 375. It's cast iron for everything. You tear off a little pizza dough, and yeah, you just you throw it, it in there, and when it comes off, a little powdered sugar. That's pizza freed or elephant ear. There's another email that's going to reference your cast iron hey, how a about a bit. corn dog, Dale? How about no? His last note on his three quick things, Jim has brainwashed me every time I go to the store and see something on sale. The first thing that goes through my head, <laughs> say it, Mike. Value. Value. For the first time, I heard... Your promo for this podcast, <laughs> I was mortified. <laughs> People like there's there's some on air promotion here locally <laughs> of the pod. You could tell we took it very seriously. <laughs> well, and I mean, well, I mean, honestly, it goes along with the marketing plan this company has. The point is, Jim goes on there, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure you may have ruptured a nut saying value. You're like value. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? I was like, we need a couple more seconds. Oh, I can stretch it. Don't worry. (laughs) It was like, what the hell? Uh, Next email. This is from Lexi. No dips, all caps, question mark, question mark, exclamation mark. Mike and Jim, I am heartbroken to hear your power ranking of dips is no dip. I agree with you that congealed dip is gross, but nothing beats fresh queso. Very curious if you hate all communal foods. What about just chips? Would love to hear your opinion. I really don't like people putting their hands on my food. I don't, I don't like, I don't like it. I don't, it's just, it's not for, I mean, sure. Here's the point with queso. All right, is queso delicious? Well, of course it is. Mm -hmm. But how much of this are you supposed to eat before you're like binded up for seven days? Like, look at what goes into queso and ask yourself if 27 chips of queso is really helping you. This is not optimal. 
Then it's the idea, you're right, fresh queso, delicious. How long does queso last? Not long. No. Nah, you're congealed in about six and a half minutes. The congeal point. <laughs> you, you need a spoon. You put a timer on it, you're like, we gotta go. Right, it's it's race it's against it. time. It, it's almost yeah. This message will self destruct in six and a half minutes. Then what? Now you're reheating it. What about the chips? The structural integrity. There are just better like there are better ways to eat food. Like communal food, not good. No, but you know it wasn't communal. The brisket. Get to it on tailgate Tuesday. Oh baby, we got another email referencing oh food. This one says Mike Valeni needs to be on the Food Network. It's from Raymond. Says, part of me thinks you need your own cooking show, Mike. Says, Mike, you turn into Elton Brown when you nerd out on skillet oh, pizza. He Elton said, Brown was a legend back in the day. Dude, when are we going to get a sauce recipe? Every great pizza needs a great sauce and nothing from a can. And every good cook has a pizza sauce recipe and a standard po pasta and pizza sauce are separate, different. Separate. Two totally different things. He says, and who knows, maybe Costa can learn how to make a good chicken Alfredo instead of buying it from the supermarket. What a guy. You believe Rate, this review, guy went subscribe. to a gas station hot roller and walked in That's with chicken Alfredo it last week. No, it was not like the little uh, pizza slice <laughs> and wings at the gas station. <laughs> Taquitos. <laughs> nah, listen. I mean, it's one of those things, you just get to a point in your life where you have your hobbies or things you care about. I have no desire to do any of that stuff like TVs and all. I mean, like, I don't know. Like, if the Boomer show went to TV, maybe, but... Would I'll you guys do a cooking segment? What would Boomer make? Nothing. He doesn't oh, cook? no. God, no. Oh, Are he's kidding just me? highfalutin res restaurants? Dude, you're, you're, you're living in Manhattan. You know, I mean, the world's... He's not slaving away at the stove at the end of the day? No, it's also going to the grocery store in New York's a pain in the ass. That's a commitment. You gotta really want groceries if we're going that okay. route. Um, but no, I mean... Could there be a recipe component? Would there be something we could? I mean, sure. Like, if you grow it, I don't know. I'll do whatever you guys want. We get Mike in here with a mixer and bowls and an oven. I mean. Kiss the cook aprons. Done. Br the brisket king. Sure. I'm open. But you get Brand to a extensions. point. Brand extensions. Part of the reason, too, is I got so tired of the ridiculous lack of Italian food out here growing up and being out here from age 17. It was either learn to make it myself or starve. So now you get to a point, I know I'm basically going to be on house arrest for football season. I'm at home watching games all day, all night. Well, I'll be damned. I'm going to make sure I've got some grub that is worth me sitting there in this sports matrix prison in a living document and hearing Jim scream value. So yeah, I just, yeah, I try to make football season as fun as possible. Exactly. Exactly. The NBA playoffs are underway and you want to get to the game? Me too, but I'm a Pistons fan. Let me live through you. Get your tickets with Game Time. Game Time is an authorized ticket marketplace of the NBA, which means you're getting your playoff tickets even faster. Prices on Game Time actually go down closer to tip off. Save up to 60% buy on last minute for sports, concerts, comedy, whatever. Like, let's look at the Denver Nuggets. Reigning champs, hot ticket. You click on the, uh, the game in the app. Flash deals, under 300 bucks. Yellow lightning bolt, it stands out. Red fire emoji, cheapest seat, 115 bucks, And that's all-in pricing. That's no surprise fees at checkout. I've used game time to buy Red Wings tickets. Nothing better than going to a baseball game day of. 
boom, boom, you click in, easy to navigate. Take the guesswork out of buying NBA tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app and create an account. Use that code CASH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem the code CASH, C A S H, for $20 off. Download the Game Time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. This next email is from Bob. He says, hey, Jim. Hey, Mike. Love the podcast. Listen to all the episodes, even though sports betting still isn't legal in Texas. Oh, Bobby. Between Texas and California, what are those two states Come doing? on. Pick it up, guys. Good Lord. It says there's only, real, there's only one relevant question. When is Petros joining you guys in studio? I write this as I'm watching his work, Double P's work, late night, Friday night, FS1. Listen, we have attempted a reach out. Uh, we have just not had success. I, I have no issue. This is an open invite to Petros Papadakis. We could even allow Petros a plus one. I just feel his energy is infectious for the low level of games he's calling. It's tremendous. Along with knowing every high school of every California player that's ever existed, being that Petros played at USC, very proud. He's a radio host in LA. Let me make a pitch okay. to, to, the, to the, his bosses at Fox. Mm-hmm. This week at noon, you have USC going to Colorado. Petros should be on Get that game. Petros in the booth yes. for that game. He please. should be. Former fullback at USC. I'm, I'm aware. Pretty sure he played with RJ Soward back when USC sucked. Could you imagine you tune in that game? You have no idea. They parachute him in. Instant electricity neon and every although him with the sun out i'm not used to that no he would not act but what if he was in the booth with sunglasses the prime Coach prime sun- sunglasses full circle i gotta be honest i don't mind the sunglasses i love the sweatshirt but they're sold out you can't get them the eye ain't hard to find ones uh-huh. they're sold out in every color too terrible just hate to see what happened to coach prime prime effect bummer oops who could have seen that coming oops This one says, I will find you, Jimmy, reads the email subject. Cookies, you messed up my weekend before it even starts. Why did you put that horrible Costa Lock voodoo on my Irish? I was literally in the car screaming. 
It reminded me of Mike last year when you Costa locked his Spartans set from my iPhone. Well, the lesson in all of that, I mean, the Costa lock's a real problem. But the lesson in all of that that I take away, OSU Notre Dame, it is about never taking a bad number. Look, we're doing this for fun, right? And obviously, you want to win money. But I'm being serious with you that, like, yes, okay, we're sponsored by one particular sports book, but the idea that you're not going to have multiple books on your phone to shop for a number, guys, case in point, Cincinnati, if you took the 14 and a half that, that I took, you won. If you waited till game day and took Cincinnati at 13 and a half and you went, well, I, I, I listened to the pod and, you know, I'll take 13 and a half, you lost. Mm-hmm. You have to take the best of the number. And if the number's not there or if it's way off, you don't do it. I mean, look at Jim and I with Notre Dame and, and, and OSU. That mattered. I said it. FanDuel was offering three and a half. Jim had every right to take it. Most other books were offering three flat. I was on the OSU side. That mattered. That kept me from losing. Push, push, better than take, take. And we'll get to the game itself when we wrap up the mailbag. Yeah, don't take bad numbers, though, man. Texter says, not texter, emailer, says, where is the tree of shame? It's from Nicholas. You can see where this is going. He says, big yeah. fan, win or lose, part of my drives during the week are cash-to-ticket pods. Was curious, are you guys bringing back the tree of shame? Yes, the tree of shame is actually over my right shoulder. And just as last year, we wanted to wait a few weeks. Uh, the art studio is open, and we will be doing a four-ornament presentation on the mailbag next week. Tree of Shame is back, handcrafted art is back, and the selections have been made. It is back. We've been noting them in our sheet. We just need to get the art studio back We wanted to be able to adorn it with at least a couple versus the one by one. It looks a little sad when it's just the one. Yeah, well, it is a very sad tree as it is. Uh, This one is an email from Ben. He says, bad teams lose, mediocre teams cover. Greetings, Mike and Jim. I'm a college student at the University of Cincinnati. Oh, my man. He says, I'm from Metro Detroit. He says, I'm not of betting age, but I will gladly make one of your big game bets my first one. He says, appreciate both of your work. And he says, the only reason why I stayed to the end of that game, Oklahoma-Cincinnati, was for the sweatshirt bet. He says, Emory Jones is literal ass. Yes. But covering by half a point is still covering. Yes. If you guys need some help picking out Bearcat sweatshirts, let me know. I absolutely love Cincinnati's logo, and I love the colors of black and red, so we can talk about it. I am a huge fan of UC's logo. Uh, no, Emory Jones is horrible. And again, I... You texted me during that game. I did after he threw the horrible pick. The double the coverage sa- far sideline. was standing there. Yeah. I go, I bet on Emory Jones. I deserve this. They got to the red zone like seven times against your vaunted Sooners. They're just a clown car. I mean, Scott Satterfield and some of the play calls and Emory Emory Jones as a player shanking a 25-yarder. A 14-and-a-half got me home. I just, I don't believe in OU. But you're, you're going to, you know what? You're going be, to believe in two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah, you're going to believe. You you better need, you better, well, well, how many points you need? What do you think it's going to be? Guess the spread now. I don't know that it's out. Just play along. What is it? My guess. Ten and a half? Yeah. No, 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 no. Nine and a half. They'd have to lay a seven and a hook on open. I think a seven and a half on open. And that won't be nearly enough for you. Do you see Texas? 
please. You, you, we walked in today. You're talking about it. Baylor. Business trip. They walked down there in a, in a tough spot back against the wall for Baylor. 38-6. Can we go home now? Like, that's, dude, that's business. You can tell these have come in chronological. We're making our way to the middle of Saturday because this email is titled BGB Flex Emoji Sunglasses Emoji. Three letters. And this is from Mark <laughs> in Douglas, Michigan. He says three letters. BGB. Happy, amazing CFB Saturday, and thanks for the best sports betting podcast in the country. I'm currently watching Oregon pummel the buffs 28-0 near the end of the first half. Ooh, he fired the email before the game's over? Yep. Dicey proposition there. He said, I've been listening on the board for your segment during the week, Mike, for years, and I've learned how to pick my spots and look for things and how to bet responsibly. He says, I greatly appreciate the pod and the insight. Uh, and says, remember, people, no one wants to live in a dumpster. That is right. <laughs> Nobody wants to live under an arterial. Uh, no, it's just that had everything written all over it. I don't want to give too much away for the recap and stuff like that. But no, I mean, that was a spot. You can't you can't doubt yourself because the, the first BGB, I'll go to my grave feeling like I won. Mm -hmm. The Texas Tech-Oregon game, that, that was the ultimate bad beat. But I know when it hits me, and I actually may have, Another early week selection. There was one line. I won't give it out yet. You're going to need to be on the recap episode potentially. But, Jim. College or pro? College. The minute I saw it, I went, oh, my. See, I just started building the college sheet. I don't want to do a BGB back-to-back -back weeks, but, Jimmy, I saw it, and it was like the burning bush. It was a mirage. I, I looked at it, and I went, oh, my. Jim, there's a very good chance we got a back-to-back -back BGB, and the problem is I'm, I'm emotionally too close to it. We'll talk. Okay. We'll talk. I have some theories. We'll sit, we'll BG, sit on it. BGB, back in the good graces of the people, I feel. I feel great about it. This is an email from Brad titled, Brad and Chad is real, so, so real. It says, hey, guys, first, love the show, and I have to admit, I nearly spit my coffee out <laughs> when I heard the first Brad and Chad bit last year. He says, I went to state, same time as Mike, and one of the first friends I made was someone named Chad. Uh-oh. <laughs> Later that semester, we joined a frat. <laughs> While I don't work in tech and I've never been to Vegas, the depiction of those vibes are accurate. They Embarrassingly are. accurate. He says, that's the perfect dig. And by the way, Brad and Chad Sportsbook, proof positive, right? We mm -hmm. showed you why you don't bet that public nonsense. Cowboys lose outright mm -hmm. to Arizona. Even if you teased it, loser. Now, the other two win. The point is, you can't go and do what Brad and Chad will do. You got to be a man of strife. You got to take the Texans. You got to take the Colts. You, not man enough to do it, but me. You got to be on America's Browns. You got to bet bullshit. I bet that under. I stayed away from the Titans. I know, we but come both on. won. That we was, both won. But that was rocking chair. I begged you. I know. I begged you. I know you did. But that's all right. Your free play is still intact. More on that in a moment. Well, I have a presentation for you tomorrow because it's going to be two boxes. You can take what's here or we can offer you what's in box two. I'm, I'm excited. That's the Jimmy fun. Cookie's free play. He just didn't read the conditions on play through. Oh, is it one of those, like, uh, when you renew your phone and they go, just sign here. Yeah, 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 sure, whatever. <laughs> I can't wait. The fact that I had to talk you into I know. using your free play on Oregon, did you not believe in the BGB? I believed in the BGB, and I believed in the cap. I just, 
21's a lot. Wait a minute. 21's a lot. So hold on. It didn't say to you that the guy who hates laying points I know. is so willing to do it. That didn't say to you. Listen, you know, I'm happy the free play happened, and I'm happy I made the bet, and I'm happy I won. Well, you didn't make the bet. I did. But I have your portion Well, I of also it. ended up betting it myself, too. But okay, that, that, good I'm not man. asking for But, yeah, I mean, and it's such a great feeling seeing that game go 28, 35, I'll tell 42. you what would kill me. This is what, and people, you can laugh. I know, I yell at clouds because I bet sides and totals, right? This is why I don't bet player props or team totals. You know Colorado's team total was 45 and a half? It was 42 nothing with like 12 minutes left in the second half. Didn't hit it. They didn't score again. Can you imagine holding a team total, 45 and a hook? Guys, I just, look. I'm not telling you not to do that stuff. You can have fun with it, do what you like. But there's a reason your boy doesn't do that stuff. This shit's hard enough. I don't need to make it harder. How many more of these you want? All of them. Okay, I got three more start I want to get to. All of them. Okay, we got nowhere else to be, right? No. What, okay. What's what, what's what, I know, Listen, I know it was exhausting for you to shill for University of Michigan this oh, morning. Oh, here it is. So if you're a little low energy... I got the energy. We'll stick around. I just didn't know we we had a lot of other stuff to get to. Listen, let me let me run through these. are giving us great feedback. The pod's explosive growth is is real, and we just had one of the best weekends you're ever going to have. All the feedback. Okay. This next one, Mike and Jim. Normally, I'm a small money better, trying not to end up in a dumpster. That's right. But I decided to press some opinions, and I immediately heard Mike in the back of my head take the bread off the table. He said, "I'm getting married in a few weeks. I know fall weddings, but I'm going to use this." To get the soon-to-be wife something nice, he attached Excellent. a screenshot, three-leg parlay, hit all three legs. It was uh, the under that we had in the SMU-TCU game. The friendship under I had to talk you into. Okay. Florida State, which I bet you didn't have the conviction to fair. bet. Fair. 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 And Maryland, which neither of us bet, which was... I, I begged you to bet it. Easy. That was free money. So there I you just go. Didn't wanna, I didn't want to hate myself more for watching that garbage. He had it profit boosted plus 870. Good man. Good for him. Good man. And congratulations on the wedding. Just because I think you're selfish for getting married in the fall and you don't really care about your friends, um, it doesn't mean I don't wish you all the health and happiness a marriage can have, okay? You can have your wedding whenever you want. Other people don't have to like it. It's your day. Getting married in the fall in the Midwest is criminal. I agree with you. Like, no, but that's my point. It's yeah. criminal. Yeah. You know... That unless, like, you got to be from a real, like, weirdo family to not be in tune that Saturdays in the fall are college football. Now, if you, like, were, I don't know, maybe you're one of these, like, maybe you're Amish or you're, like, you live in the woods or something. He sent us an email. I don't think he's Amish. So that's my point, though. Then do whatever you want. I mean, your idea of a good time is like a barn raising. But, like, this, this whole thing of married in the fall and then, like, well, I mean, you know, come on, it's just one day. No, no, look. It's already extortion. Anyone who's standing up in a wedding, it's extortion. The amount of money, the time commitment, the bachelor party, bachelorette party, the, the talks, the, the after party, the rehearsal dinner, the giving of the gifts, the festivist complaint session, all of it. People, you got to realize, this show is hosted by two people who did not do the big wedding. No, the Destination. And in, yeah, With and a it's very year small, in right? advance. Yeah, and I, I eloped, so there was no big wedding at all. I never knew that. Yeah. What did you do? What'd you do? The little uh, little white chapel? No, no, no. Was... You did a little Vegas? Did he get the executive package? The coffee cups? <laughs> no, but we weren't the big wedding people either for all the reasons you've said. Gotcha. Listen, I never knew that. Yeah. 
I didn't know you when you got married. That's true, you did. I had heard of you, I didn't know you. Mm. No, that's fascinating. Yeah. Hold on, so what was, was there family kickback, or can we not get into this, is this bad? <laughs> is this, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Evan, Evan, stop the edit. No, I don't wanna, I don't wanna hit a landmine here. Sure. I'm just fascinated because so many people. Well, no, the reason I bring it up, like, Weddings are supposed to be for you, you and your significant other. And if family doesn't like it, family doesn't like it. If sports fans don't like that you're getting married in the fall, F them, it's your day. I disagree with that part. But, 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 but the point is, you can't do a fall wedding and be mad at other people for being upset while they're there. You did that to them. That's correct. That's to me the, like, the fair yeah. give and take. Oh, and, and, and listen, it still happens. I mean, my best friend of 20 years got married in the fall. He knew. No, you, you do you, but other people are going to do them as well. And if they don't come or if they're watching the game on a phone or if they're maybe not as present as you want them to but be, the best, that you made that choice. The Honest to God, though, I actually owe a thank you to Mel Tucker. Because my team is such a dumpster fire, yeah. I have one fall wedding to go to in a couple of weeks, and I won't care. Because watching MSU doesn't really seem appealing to me. Nope. And I can do whatever else I have to do with the phone and make up for it. So you know what? This is the best, this is maybe one of the, well, I'm actually getting at the point in my life now where guys are gonna be taking the second swing in the batter's box. Well, I mean, look at the statistics on marriage here. Not everyone's gonna make it. So I'm basically saying every wedding moving forward would be a second wedding. Mm -hmm. So those are a little different. Pressure's off. The next email. No, what was I mean? Honestly, look at the stats. No, it is with 50-50 divorce rate. You get into your forties. A lot of people. I mean, you know, mistakes were made, and then you got to go to the second one. This is what I mean about weddings. You so did it why right. Would you you would drop. You had a free square. Basically, yeah. Good for you. Well, why would you? Again, you got money. You could spend it on whatever you want. But when the alternative, what can you do with that money instead, as opposed to one day? It's a no-brainer to me. I like it, but see, we're starting to get like into serious topics, and I don't know how comfortable okay. the audience is. Okay. Up next, Jim's thoughts on the market and where it's headed in 24. Mortgage rates. Jim's index fund plays coming up next. All right, the next email. And these, by the way, cash the ticket podcast at gmail.com. Go. It's from Andrew. He says, Hey guys, longtime listener on the radio and the podcast. Congrats on the promotion cookies. I'm going to have finally a reason to listen to the morning show. Says you guys are doing some of the best work. I appreciate the energy that you guys put into the podcast. He says, Mike, never feel bad about having so much conviction on a game that you bestow with the BGB. We all live and die by the BGB, respectfully, of course. Yeah. And says, um, it was a it was poetic, basically. It says, the BGB appears to be an abusive relationship with the ducks. They fuck you over, but then they come back with flowers and say, sorry, keep up the content and good we work. We got it back. We're fine. We're good with the Oregon program. We're fine. This was a, a very a heavy conviction bet. Texter says, hey, Mike and Jim, huge fan. Maybe your biggest. You guys are both phenomenal at what you do. And unless and unlike most spineless pundits in the space, oh, you're God. brutally honest and objective. I've been listening to Mike Daly for nine years. I own lots of money. No, you don't. Jim, congrats on the new gig. You deserve it. He said, I want to share a strategy. Mm. This email is titled Poor Man's Parlay. Let's hear it. Says, I just graduated with my master's from MSU and I'm still broke as hell drowning in debt. So I call this the poor man's parlay. I do about three of these every weekend, 10 to 20 legs 
No. Favorites between minus 300 and minus 800. Put a couple bucks on it. Final <sighs> odds are plus 1,000 or better. He shared some screenshots. He hit a couple of these. He missed one by one leg. Okay. One little well, red dot. This is serendipitous. You're bringing this up. Yeah, why? So I talked to my dad yesterday. And my dad is a very light better. Uh, he's on a fixed income and retired here. Let's calm down. But he goes, Michael, you're not going to believe it. I go, what's up? He goes, I played a 23-leg money line no, part. This is your father? I go, Dad. He goes, no, 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 no. I took all the big favorites. Oh, no. <laughs> Gee. Gee. And I go, he needs a hobby. And he goes, you won't believe it. And he goes, I hit 22 of 23. <laughs> I go, who cost you? He goes. Was it his Giants? Worse. He goes, you're not going to believe it. He goes, some team named South Alabama ah! lo lost, no! lost to no! Cookie School. No! Yes! South Alabama is 18-point favorites. Yeah. Losing to CMU cost my father, Big G, a 23-leg Moneyline parlay. I'm sorry for your father, but I am so happy that but that's... But you bring this email to that me. That is so good. 24 hours, I have, I have this conversation <laughs> with my father, and the team that destroys my father's dream is your school out of nowhere from the clouds. That's dead serious. You can text my dad. I'm, will... I'm going to. Okay. That's great. He can stop he... trying to send me a fantasy football trade and we can talk about this instead. Oh, boy. Mistake. Hey, I'm selling. I'm 0-3. <laughs> Anybody want gently use Saquon Barkley? Uh, uh, I would. None of my running backs are healthy. <laughs> Carry on. Um, That's it. That's the last uh, mailbag question. Cash to ticket podcast at gmail.com. Topically speaking, is there anything you want to get into? Because I know the recap is going to be copious as we had what we're going to term the opus weekend. Um, what do you want to do? I mean, moment of silence. Can I offer you a couple of these? Please. Clemson? Yep. They're dead. Now, we had already written their eulogy that got delivered over the weekend. They're done. You lost yeah. two conference games before the last week in September. It's over. Bye. And Florida State came in very flat. I'm a little concerned there. I just didn't love their energy. But they got it done. Uh, moment of silence, Coach Prime. Now, here's what I mean by it. He owned it, though. No, no, that's why I respect Deion Sanders. I don't respect the media. Moment of silence to the media and their narratives. No, he hasn't turned the program around. No, they're not close to being good. No, they're not a transfer or two from being a top 10 team. They pulled up to Eugene in a clown car. They got run over by a tank. It's a horrible team who played horrible teams to open the season. It's a fun story. And I respect the hell that Dion took it like a man. I thought Dan Lanning ended up looking like an idiot. What? We're not playing for clicks. All right, Danny, take it easy here, buddy. Take it easy. You had an issue with Lanning? I just thought he came off as a little bit of a hardo, the halftime interview. Hope those people who've been watching the last few weeks are watching this half. Oh, yeah, nice fireworks show. Cutscene, limp cock. It's just scored three points in a second half or whatever it was. Come on, man. The point was there's a lot of people who were saying this this Colorado stuff is too much too soon. Me and, and Lanning me, became me the face of it and it said we're going to shove it where the sun don't shine. It was fine. And they did it. But they he backed was, it up. He got a little too close to Ryan Day for me. We'll get to him. Okay. Um, and then anybody else? No, I would, just, I would just say if our listeners played the games this weekend, maybe moment of silence for, for who books your bets. Because you're never going to have a better weekend than what the pod delivered. And, and, it, and it's only downhill from here. Um, Moment of silence for the books. 
Yeah, or for, 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 for Bob, the pipe fitter, who books your bets. I don't know what to tell him. I mean, <laughs> I'll never have a weekend like I had this weekend. And it could have been better, but fuck you, Josh McDaniels. Uh, OSUND game, what it means. Now, you shit all over this this morning, so if you want to do this dance again, go ahead. I'd be happy to. Go ahead. Tell me why OSU going on the road at night to Notre Dame doesn't mean a lot for that program. It means a lot for the program. Now you're taking what I said out of context, and I know you view things through quote, the lens of— quote, Oh, it wasn't impressive. It didn't, it wasn't easy. It's not supposed to be. What I said and what I will reiterate is Ryan Day lost his mind in the postgame at an 86-year-old man, Lou Holtz. <laughs> Where's Lou Holtz? I'll arm wrestle him right now. I'll throw him to the ground. Who says we're not tough? <sighs> Mike, toughness clearly a point of insecurity for Ryan Day clearly struck a nerve what Lou Holtz had said on well, Friday's McAfee show. Why he said it. But hold on. If he thinks they proved the point about toughness, running yeah. fourth and one jet sweeps and being stopped, being stopped on multiple fourth and ones, he didn't prove that they're a tough team. It's a good win. It's an impressive win. It's not a tough uh, like a barometer of their toughness. Okay. It, I think he's got it all though. wrong and he's very insecure about it. Okay, two things. You're missing the easiest reason he said it, but let's do that part last. It is a tough win. You have to, now I know you wouldn't know this being in the bag for Michigan, but some teams go and play people. Right, we go. When you go on the road and you're not cruising and you are down and you are facing adversity and your best receiver does get dinged up and Kyle McCord, Hey, man, time to take the training wheels off. Those moments are what you draw upon later because you learned we can do this. Toughness doesn't have to come in the form of it must look a certain way. When you now, need a yard, can you get a yard? And, and I, I don't know that they're that team yet. Well, we're getting to the second part. First of all, did they hold up against Notre Dame's ground attack? Notre Dame outrushed them. But did they hold up or did they get bullied off the field? They held up. They haven't been able to do that against U of M. U of M is why he said that. I know. It got nothing to do with Lou Oh, Holtz. it's absolutely U about U of M. M. Is They're in, in his head. His head. Yes. And I'm fine with that. But, uh, but knocking this win that it was some finesse factory, you're down at Notre Dame at night, minute and a half to go, one timeout. You know who made some big throws? Kyle McCord. And you know who did get in the end zone. Now, I know what you're going to say, but Marcus Freeman only had 10 guys on the field. And he was listening today. I, yeah, I was trying to support you, but I had to turn it. I'm like, this is ridiculous. You had to turn it? I did. The it, dis it was ridiculous. That hurts. And I mean, your partner I don't expect much from because he played for Michigan. But for Christ's sakes, this isn't the Kremlin. It's okay to say, hey, if Michigan hey. had gone to Notre Dame and won on the last play of the game, you'd be talking about unbelievable character. Mike, if you want to put... Ohio State ahead of Michigan in the top 25. Oh, I don't care. I would do that. I'm I said saying, that today. I'm this saying. Does, I'm, this doesn't have to be Michigan football played a tough schedule. They haven't. They don't deserve to be number two based on relevant resume moments. My point is the Ohio State. My State's point is Ohio State isn't tough road. enough to beat Michigan yet. And they didn't prove How that point. How can you say that? And they though? didn't prove they that point. They took a major step forward. Good. Good for them. They did not prove the point that Ryan Day what, thinks they okay, proved. Okay, so hold on, hold on, hold on. So outside of getting out there in uh, leather pants and doing some Roman Coliseum routine here, what did Ohio State have to do to prove it to you? Maybe like, pick up the fourth and ones. So because maybe, he maybe made maybe an idiotic call on the jet sweep, 
Hey, he had one early in the game, too, in the first half, in what, the red what, zone. What was that, the play pass from the one-yard line yes. without Harrison in yes. the game? Now, I would agree from a personnel standpoint. I didn't like it. Well, they had, like, three cracks at it. Didn't get it at all. No. You ever think that the Notre Dame team you picked to win and that you've told me are a national title team might have had Playoff something to team. do with that? How do we know that Notre Dame's not as good as U of M? How do we know? The point I'm making is you don't get to have it both ways where you go, Notre Dame's going to beat Ohio State, Mike's an idiot, and then Notre Dame plays real well but loses, and now all of a sudden Ohio State's not tough because what? The team you thought was super was actually really good? Notre Dame played a really good game, man. And I understand Marcus Freeman had a major boo-boo, including, you know what real problem I had? The play-action pass. Why, if you're Notre Dame and you don't play pass, you don't run that type of offense, why are you going play action late knowing Ohio State's front could get me and put me in that second and 18? You're talking the first down, because the second down, they threw the ball, it's incomplete. Right, right. Cost you 40 seconds or a timeout. You needed to stick to what you were doing, including that double running back concept where it was almost like QB lead in the triple option. Oh, yeah. We're going to allow that first running back to get out there and then turn the other way, and now the lead. Look, I just think it's comical to me. That's all. I mean, locally here, I mean, people wanted to, oh, my God, did you see what J.J. did against cutscene East Carolina? But yet, I got to listen to two guys in the morning tell me how little OSU did at Notre Dame at night. Give some credit. You're parsing this the wrong way. I said I'd put them ahead of Michigan in the rankings. I said it was a big win. It didn't mean they they were tough enough. Th- that's not the same thing. So toughness can't be defined as Specific- I need a game-winning drive at no. Notre Dame. Specifically when it comes to these two teams head-to-head, Michigan and Ohio State, the context matters. Okay. The last couple years, running the ball trenches is how we have defined toughness. Yes, Mike, I'm aware mental toughness is a thing and there are different forms of toughness. Well, he finally acknowledges but it, Evan. when it comes to Michigan, Ohio State, which is the whole deal here, what you said, he was talking about Michigan without saying it. Sure he was. That comes down to, we need a yard, we get a yard. Point of attack, physical football. I don't think they displayed the toughness he thinks they did with his post-game bravado. That was the point of the show today. What I liked defensively, toughness to me. Sam Hartman, 175 yards passing. Okay, You know what else stood up to me is outside of allowing Estime to have one 20-yard run, they held up against four, five running backs by Notre Dame. Notre Dame continued to try to pound the rock. They ran it 40 times, 170 yards. Now, they need to continue to improve. I'm just making a point. It didn't go your way. You had adversity. You did get stopped. But what were they able to tap into late? Still with the game on the line, still in that moment, they still called a run. And, okay, there are 10 guys on the field. Guess what? They don't have to apologize for that. To I, me, I didn't ask sca- him to apologize. That scares me about Marcus Freeman. Yeah. And I've been a big Marcus Freeman guy. That That is one of the unforgivables. I'm not going to make him Josh McDaniels or, or Brandon Staley. Well, let's get to those guys. Marcus. You want to? Go ahead. You want to start with Staley? You brought him up. Fourth and one, his own 25 with the lead. I'd fire Goes him. for it. I'd fire him. Even after, after a, win, a win. I'd fire him. It was ridiculous. Look, if you want to sell me, I went for it because it would end the game. Right. Here's the problem. If you don't get it, you're handing the Minnesota Vikings the game. Only the Vikings outchargered the Chargers. Brandon Staley is a clown. Yeah. Now, Josh McDaniels... I, 
I was in disbelief. That was the worst of the weekend. Sunday night, they fourth, need fourth yeah, and two. Set it up. Fourth and three from the seven. Two thirty something to go. You're down eight. This guy, first of all, tried to kick a fifty yard field goal, and then gets a gets a break because they called leverage on the Steelers for pushing down on the snapper and jumping up. Okay, so the clown car got a reprieve. He didn't want to go for fourth and eight from like the 30. Well, now, now they're down at the seven and it's fourth and three. Why the hell would you line up for a field goal there down eight when you're still going to need a touchdown, Josh, and you're at the seven? The idea that he didn't make a bad decision once, but he made it twice. Josh McDaniels, who started his career 6-0 as a head coach and is now 12-31 since. Josh McDaniels is a world-class asshole. Josh McDaniels should be fired. Full stop. Because I can't trust you to make that decision. And I don't want to hear about, well, you have Garoppolo and not Mahomes. Here's the deal. You hand-selected Jimmy G. This is your guy. You're down there fourth and three from the seven. If you can't come up with a play to win the game right there or get, get the first down, what makes you think you're getting the football back? Oh, oh, that's right. His plan all along was to get the ball back on his own 10 with 15 seconds to go. He's an asshole. You need a touchdown. You got a better chance to do it from your own 10 with 15 seconds or seven yards out in the red zone. It was He made the choice to maybe get it back and need a Hail Mary as opposed to scoring and attempting a two-point conversion. It was indefensible. I, it's, he doubled down in-game. He tripled down post-game. This is the same thing that LaFleur did a couple years ago in the playoffs at the Packers. You, you can't defend it. Now, if there's like, I don't know, six minutes left in the game, and you're going, there's enough time for us to get the ball back. We need two scores to win. But you're, you're, you're fighting for your life down eight. You need to get in the game and score a touchdown. Let me give you a stat, because you just brought up LaFleur, right? Yeah. McDaniels was the first coach in the last 23 years of the NFL mm -hmm. to attempt a field goal inside the 10 in the final four minutes of a regular season game went down by eight. Matt LaFleur did it with 205 left in the 2020 NFC title game. Okay. Mm -hmm. But in the regular season, no one has made the decision you just made Josh in a quarter of a century. You're wrong. Mm -hmm. You're an asshole. And you're going to be the first coach fired. Any disagreement? No, I think that's where Harbaugh ends up. You think so? Mm -hmm. Didn't they pass on him for McDaniels? No. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't believe that. I, I think in the end, here's the deal. I don't know that anyone really wanted Harbaugh. The Minnesota thing, it just sounds like he bombed the interview. McDaniels, whatever weird voodoo there is, Harbaugh getting to the playoffs and winning the Big Ten a second time, I do think changes it a okay. little bit. And maybe a third. And he, that's my thing. I think it's now or never. And if you're the Raiders and this thing is going to careen, there's a friendship with the Davis family there. Isn't that where he goes? Mark we Davis. know he wants to go to the NFL, and we know the NFL has kindly told him no thank you each of the last two off-seasons, even after they won a Big Ten title, which is why I've been skeptical to believe he's leaving. Not on his end, but on the end of an NFL team. Now, if the Raiders make the call early, fire their coach by 
what, October? Before Halloween, let's say. Sounds right. Do they get aggressive? Do the talks heat up? Look, I just think there are very limited places that can tolerate that guy. So Vegas would be one of them. He could assume up all the oxygen in the room. And again, you're not going to go to a major market with a powerful owner. They're not going to put up with you. They're just not. Sorry. So, yeah, this would be one you could. Look, I'm not telling you it is or isn't happening. I'm just saying, like, that would be the one I'd keep an eye on. That or he ain't gonna take, he's not going to show up to work and deal with a domineering billionaire. Mark Davis would let him trample all over him. Well, you think Staley's going to get fired? What about the Chargers? Would love it. Spanos is cheap though. It's a cheap family. They don't want to pay the bills. They don't want to spend the money. So I don't. I don't know. I personally still can't believe Sean Payton came back to coach Russell Wilson. You you knew the Chargers thing was on the horizon. You could have Justin Herbert. I can't believe Sean Payton selected that and his reward 70 burger and you can't blame mike mcdaniel they put backups in they were running the football he got asked after the game why didn't you kick a field goal for the record like we're not trying to embarrass him yeah we're trying to just get out of here (laughs) everything we do is a touchdown play yeah that was as bad as it gets what what else do you want to hit before we uh wrap today um you what anything else no i'm i'm good because i know our recap episode is going to be robust so the recap episode this week we tailgate tuesday tuesday recaps brisket review by you oh yes that's coming up tomorrow plus we'll recap monday night football's matchup our records and anything else we didn't get to maybe go in depth a little more good works for me hey by the way as always texas is back rate review subscribe get on the youtube do the business tons of content coming at you that's cash to ticket mailbag